please be advised. Spoiler alert episode. Spoiler. Please be advised. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Predator spoiler app. You demanded it. Well, I don't know. That's really real. Nobody but, uh, asked for this yeah, at all. Yeah. <laughs> we really forced this. We had this. to fill a quota. We had to. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you were the guy pushing this. I one. was. Because uh, I was looking at, well, this is one of the big movies of, uh, of September. It really was. And. You know, budget-wise, it was. It's, it took the weekend. <laughs> yes. They're, 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 they're advertised. They're like, number one box office. Yeah. They made $24 million. Yeah. I get, it That's was, not it was to... against literally nothing. <laughs> if you yeah. went against anything of any value, right. this mm-hmm. would be viewed as a colossal failure. Yes, of course. Mm-hmm. But Any other weekend in the summer, from February to... August. <laughs> if you did twenty-four million against, if you went against the Marvel movie, you would have made nine million. Right. Exactly. Yeah. You would have. You would have gotten a little bit of overflow, but no one would have seen. No one would have seen. <laughs> um, very true. And uh, this is the kind of movie too. Like you know, we talk about spoiler alert. We are going to go through the entire film, yep. including the ending, because uh, we don't want to spoil it for anybody if you haven't seen it. But a movie like this. There's nothing really to spoil. It's, uh, you know, a bunch of characters that you don't care about are going to be killed by an alien. And, uh, you know, one or two of them may survive at the end. I suspect a lot of our listeners on this episode are people who are like, I had never had any intention of seeing yeah. that movie. But and I'll still listen to I'll listen episode. to these guys tell me because this is the most, <laughs> the only way I can commit to this movie is listening to these two right. jack wagons. <laughs> or checking out Olivia Munn's Twitter feed. That's as close as we're going to get to Well, let's talk about this. that first. Okay. Okay. So the let's... Controversy? The controversy. So, mm-hmm. um... What happened was the... Shane Black. Many of you might know this. Mm -hmm. Um, The Shane Black hired... His sexual predator friend, actor. His sexual predator friend, (laughs) Stephen Wilder Strigel, who shared one scene in The Predator, and that was with Olivia Munn. Yes. Um, He basically had, as a registered sex offender since 2010, when he pleaded guilty to trying to lure a 14-year-old girl into a sexual relationship. Shane Black is like, you know, he's my friend and I believe in giving people second chances. I believe in second chances up to a point. Right. As I said in the regular episode, if this guy had a DUI, if he had like armed robbery. um, Where no one got killed. Nobody got killed. If he killed somebody, (laughs) mm, sorry, you know, but he just did arm, he did something Mm. dumb. I'd be like. Yeah, give him a second chance. You yeah. try to have sex with a 14-year-old? Yeah, as a parent, no. Fuck you. Yeah, I'm like, no, I don't think you deserve to be in that movie at all, ever. I got mm-hmm. six nieces and you nephews. You know what? There are uh, a lot of actors who haven't molested children or tried It's to. weird. It's yeah, weird, yeah. you know? It's, uh, and uh, uh, Hollywood has a fair amount that uh, without records. And to my knowledge, mm-hmm. none of my good friends have ever been convicted of this. If they have, our friendship's going to change. Yes, it will, indeed. <laughs> It'll Very drastically quickly. change. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go, hey, we've all, we've all done bad things i've yeah. never done that no no and none of my good friends have done that yeah. so it really makes me question shane black so that, then what's you know getting drunk and hazing a pledge that's <laughs> i have that's a scar- i have i have a i have a scar on my face from uh, a fight mm-hmm. you know i used to shoplift mm-hmm. right no one, none of these shopkeepers are still traumatized by me being a selfish asshole punk right. kid who didn't want to pay for something. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm not proud of that. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, 
but it's not going to prevent you from getting a job. No, and it's not going to scar. It's not scarring a kid. Right, and you won't end up on a database with your address. Right, on. <laughs> you know, and let's like that's th- this is and and uh, Shane Black and the guy he put Shane Black put him in several projects. Oh, I didn't know that. I oh, yeah. this was the only one. No, put him in several projects. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, I, you mentioned it a little last week, and I sort of was like, oh, wow, some guy got caught. I, I, I yeah, when Simon said, yeah, there's an actual predator. In I movie. was like, wow, I didn't really, didn't really register. But then when I was at the movie last night, I was really mad that I was mm-hmm. having to see it. <laughs> and I'm like, do we have to do a spoiler? And you're like, yes. Yeah. Meaning, <laughs> I had to sit through this yes. bag of shit, Graham. So yeah. do you. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm in the movie, and I never take my phone out. I don't like people who right. take the phone out, but mm-hmm. I was sitting way in the back, and there was mm-hmm. literally six people in a 200-seat theater. Right. Way mm-hmm. in the back. No one, I wasn't bothering anybody. Right. Just, I want to clarify that. Mm-hmm. I am not a proponent of taking your yes. phone out. <laughs> Nor... Um, Those people were being bothered by watching the actual film. Yeah, not my phone in the back row that they couldn't see. So I... And you texted me something like, "Oh, this actual pedophile or whatever," and I was like, "Oh, that's right." I was like, oh, "I said it? this movie was so bad they should have kept they should have kept the pedophile <laughs> in." Should have kept the pedophile <laughs> in it because Olivia Munn came out, and so I was like, "Oh, that's right." And so I start googling. I googled the Predator controversy. Yes, and she demanded that her scene with him be removed, and the studio be said removed. yes. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an article in Vanity Fair. Jake Busey wishes Olivia Munn had waited to speak up about Predator Sex Offender. This is Jake Busey. I think it could have been done like a month from now and let the studio and the director have their night. Oh, yeah. Are you a fucking idiot? Yeah. Yes. God, yeah. you are as dumb as your dad. Yeah, yeah. That's, that, that's, a, um, that's a statement you make when you're an absolute moron who uh, doesn't understand how anyone else in the world uh, goes about their lives. Right. <laughs> You were raised by a narcissist Hollywood celebrity, so now you're the only reason you're in movies is because of your dad. Right. And like, hey man, you took away their. It wasn't red... for your reel on from Starship Troopers. <laughs> <laughs> How did you get in that part? Yeah. <laughs> um, and also that it was like an Easter egg. He got it because uh, he plays the son of Peter Keys, the government official from Predator Two, who died during the hunt for the Predator. Peter Keys was played by Gary Busey, so it was like, oh look, it's an mm. Easter egg. His son is playing, you know, a character yeah. that got killed in the uh, '90s movie. Oh, look at that! Mm-hmm. And then so it, it's just and what and then I read these articles and saw an interview with Olivia Munn. She came out about this. Yeah, she didn't do anything wrong. She didn't do anything wrong. No. Olivia Munn did no, nothing wrong. Stop shaming wrong. her. Other than mm-hmm. saying yes to doing this movie. Right, yes. <laughs> Her script selection is where, yes. she, where she needs to have an intervention. Right. But this situation, mm-hmm. she did nothing wrong. She found out she did a scene with a guy that's a, that's a, that, that tried to have sex with a 14-year-old. She said, wait a minute. Nobody told me about this. It wasn't like when they hired her, they said, just so you know. And then she got to choose. She didn't get to choose. No. Mm-mm. And someone on Twitter posted, Graham... This guy didn't touch the 14-year-old, and he didn't put his hands on Olivia Munn. Fuck you. Fuck you. So well, It's like, you remember that series, To Catch a Predator, when yeah. they, they intervened right before that happened? Yeah. So that, those guys, oh, well, they didn't do anything. Yeah, because they were stopped. They got caught. <laughs> yeah. He got caught. Yeah. If he wouldn't have gotten caught, he would have had sex with a 14-year-old. Right. So fuck this guy. Um, and... Man, I'm so sorry Shane Black didn't have a good red carpet for his fucking shitty movie with his fucking pedophile buddy. Mm -hmm. Sorry. It was like, and I mean, Olivia Munn did nothing wrong. And, you know, she said that then 
her her cast and everybody kind of she felt they very turned on her. they turned on they sort of isolated they just sort of ignored her a little bit according mm-hmm. to her and it's like what did she do wrong i mean literally it was and, a code of silence on movie sets graham oh <laughs> I got Especially a, shitty ones. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> yeah, there's a code of silence. Nobody speak about, about how bad this movie is. And I'm sort of like, and I guess I see the conflict in the sense that, so Olivia Munn is now promoting, she's doing all this press. Her social media is, oh, Predator's number one and all this great. So that's part of her job, right? I'm sure it's in her contract. She has to use her 800,000 Twitter followers. I honestly think from now on, whenever that happens, like every scene has to be replaced by Christopher Plummer, no matter what film. (laughs) (laughs) He plays the special op guy that always has to be Christopher Plummer. From now on. I've hunted these the uh, predators yeah, for yeah. decades, and I can tell you that... I don't know, now he's yeah, British. Yeah. I'm not a good I'm not a good Chris Plummer guy, but... but It's, uh, it's going to be too expensive to reshoot. Can we plumber this guy? Yeah. <laughs> we just digitally put his face... Can we just plumber him? That's just going to be the yeah. verb now. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood mm-hmm. verb is let's plumber him. I mean, Olivia Munn, like, I'm glad she spoke out, and... You know, the studio, I wonder, like, there was probably a conversation, like, should we do this? It's going to cost money. Does it matter? It's only a couple scenes. And then somebody probably said, yeah, we got to cut these out. Olivia Munn said there was there was two days where when she told the, the studio where they didn't respond. And she said, now, they might have been taking that two days to, like, reschedule and we're cutting mm-hmm. this or whatever. She goes, but I'm just telling you there was two days where they didn't respond. Right. And Well, that's when that conversation took place. Yeah. Yeah. With the legal department. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I, I really... It's not like they didn't get the message. And they were like, oh, we just got this. Oh, yeah. sorry. Yes, you know, our, our, our answering machine wasn't working. <laughs> and um, one of her co-stars tweeted, because he wasn't at, this. they were premiering at the Toronto International Film Festival, mm-hmm. and, and that's where she came out and was talking about this. And then the woman, who is now 24, came forward um, and talked about this. And... Um, so hats off to Olivia Munn, and I tweeted it last night because I was so mad, and I got a refund because I didn't want to give this movie my money. Right. Um, and uh, she liked my tweet. Yeah, that's great. I don't know if I... <laughs> I've met her once. I doubt she knows who I am, but mm-hmm. anyway, oh, that was cool. So mm-hmm. that right there is... Uh, it's a hard thing to it get. It doesn't from. help the film. It doesn't help the film. <laughs> now, if... And this film... Could have used some oh, help. Oh, boy. Like maybe a little bit of press. Like uh, how about if all the actors said, yeah, when we found out, we all rallied around Olivia Munn and uh, we supported her decision to get him removed from the film. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you have good press going into the film. Yes. Mm-hmm. You have good press. Mm-hmm. And wow, a bunch of like a bunch of people doing the right thing. I mean, like how far gone are we as a I hate the soapbox here, but how far gone are we as a society that everyone's worried about their film career? Hey, the 14-year-old. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm sorry, and and well, they should be worried about their film. Career they really should. This movie, this movie fucking blows, <laughs> because that's the other thing. I'm like, and this movie is horrible. Yeah, mm-hmm. like, so. All right, there's there's that, and yeah. I'm not dismissing it or throwing it away, but mm-hmm. let's just talk about it as a movie. Yes. Now. now, like we talked about on the regular episode, this movie is a mess from start to finish, from everything from the casting to the acting to the directing to the editing was a complete mess it made no sense how bad the editing was like it really was like was it somebody's first day or did somebody in the studio come in and recut everything and uh is it literally where shots didn't even match each other 
Well, but is it is it Chris? Is it is it the casting? Because because we talked about it in the regular. I think there's some fi- very fine actors in this cast. I th- I literally think it's the script. The script was just. Yeah, I mean, if you what, look back miscast, at it, like, like the opinion. casting. Uh, well, Olivia Munn is a uh, uh, a commando scientist. <laughs> So I'm like, oh, really? She would look like that? Really? Okay. She looks like Psylocke. So, <laughs> but uh, you know, but that's you. You overlook that because it's you know Hollywood glamour. I bought and, that. You know, and, and, you know, you know I you was know. fine. Mm-hmm. She's Olivia. Like, oh, I wonder how they're going to get her out of her clothes. Oh, some weird decontamination <laughs> sequence that makes yes. no sense. Is there an alien no bikini? Yeah, she's got to yeah. flounder around like, in. Oh, wow. Uh, I believed her as a scientist only because she is, I mean, she came up on G4 with Chris right. Hardwick mm-hmm. and she, she is nerdy. Right. She is kind mm-hmm. of a nerdy. She's, she loves all that nerdy stuff. Mm-hmm. So she's believable to me as the nerdy girl who, you know, she probably was dorky and had braces and stuff okay. like that. I'll buy that. How do you uh, explain her uh, skills as a elite commando? <laughs> that, that <laughs> boy, I, they didn't even have a line in there. Like, like at least peppermint. I know I'm still yeah. on how much I love peppermint. Peppermint at least just gave me one line. They just wrote in there. She disappeared for five years. Right. Okay. That's all, right. all we need. Five years of of yeah, yeah. of of, of Rochelle Ghoul training. Of sure. Of of uh, at home special yeah. ops training. There's a do it yourself. That'll even work. It, it takes a little longer because it's a correspondence course. Okay. Five years. Sure. There's some sort of. Uh, you there's, know. there's some YouTube videos. There's some YouTube. Yeah, yeah. There's some special sure. YouTube videos mm-hmm. she can subscribe to. I bought it. Yeah. And uh, and this when we get into like, uh, you know, the things like every single scene didn't match the next scene. Like the everything from the character motivations to the story progression to like the motivation of even the, <laughs> the, the predators themselves. Like, here's a good example. Like, you've got the shady government guy. And, uh, you know, they pick up Olivia Munn. They've clearly been tracking her in contact with her because they know the predators are going to come back and they need an expert on alien biology and artificial life. So they recruit her. She goes in to see the predator. And the next scene, like, oh, yeah, we have to kill her. What? <laughs> Wait, why? What? Why? why? She, what did she she's do? the expert that you've been you... tracking for, what, years now? And then she's the one person that can shed light on all this. When the and thing then, it gets yeah, loose. Yeah. You yeah, don't want her yeah, right next yeah, to really? you. Yeah, <laughs> just, we're, we're just killing everybody. Put one between yeah. her eyes. Yeah, she's yeah, a liability. Like, oh, okay. And just, you know, from a financial standpoint, how much money have you invested in monitoring her, training her, and, you know, getting her ready for this day? Like, you know, that's, uh, you know, as from a business perspective, that doesn't even oh. make any sense. And I'm um, sorry, but what, what episode of the fucking A-team did they pull out to put that stupid fucking nutbag special op cuckoo, <laughs> cuckoo's nest fucking group together. Yeah, like, it was so ridiculous. And like, okay, oh, these are the these are the crazies or the loonies or what did they call them? The, Thomas uh, Hayden yeah. had... The, 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 yeah, Thomas, Thomas had, Jane. Thomas Jane. Yeah, like had, had Tourette's. Yeah. Why? Yeah. And Give then, me one fucking, just to, just to have him do, oh, your mother's a cocky fuck yeah, fuck. Yeah, that's that's yeah, it? yeah. And that's like does that eat my pussy joke yeah over and over oh, again God. like wow that didn't last too long at all um and then you know they make jokes on you know oh he's on this you know the sniper's son he's on the spectrum jacob trembling was like no don't make fun of retarded kids he's he's got a retarded kid i'm like really this is these are the jokes that we're making like uh, you know um i'm sure there were better jokes that could have been made in this movie like you know keegan michael key wow this movie actually made him unfunny i know i don't know how that's even possible 
You could see how hard they they were trying. So he was especially. He's really funny. Mm-hmm. The 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 lead actor from Moonlight, who's a really good God. He's yeah. so good in Moonlight. He's such a gifted actor. He's mm-hmm. trying his best. Mm-hmm. The guy from Narcos is is Boyd Holden is trying his best. Yeah, they're all trying so hard. With Olivia Munn is talented. Yeah, yeah, and they all go get you know nowhere, and it's not their fault. Oh God, you know it is. Uh, so so you look at like. Uh, um, like, you know, the one smart actor was Arnold Schwarzenegger when he said no. You know, <laughs> he was like, uh, you know, uh, even if it's a day for a million dollars, I'm not doing it. I'll bet you that's what it was. Like, right. it's like, you know, a million dollars for, you know, a couple of hours. Nope. <laughs> uh, now, I will, let me talk about the ending real quick. Because the ending set up something that I thought, in my head, for a second, I was like, you know what, this will make up for a lot of the movie, if that's where we're going with right. this, this movie. So... The first predator that comes down has a, a special container in his ship that uh, everyone's trying to get. It's like, what's in the container? What is right. it? And uh, at the end, it's open. And before it's open, it's like, well, it's, it's a predator killer. And I'm thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be uh, a face hugger egg. So it's going to be something cool. It's going to be an alien oh, egg, something right. like that. Because uh, se- they set up that there's some sort of predator civil war happening that's why they're coming to the planet or sort of like uh they set it up like there's an environmental disaster because we're screwing up global global warming the predators are realizing that we're a doomed species so there's more coming in to hunt more of the humans the other thing that you know is like well we need another reason to well the predators like a, a hot climate so that's the other reason why they oh. might be coming down you know they like it a little warm they are always sweaty so. So they are, they are sweating. They're so sweating. I was thinking, well, that's kind of cool. If like you know, there's going to be like an alien egg, so then it will kind of set up like a cool you know alien predator war that we've never really seen on a larger scale. We've we've seen these aliens versus predator movies, but they've always been small scale. Right. Like to see like a big giant you know all out war with humans in the middle, that would be really cool as a uh, as a fox movie. Um, however, <laughs> once they open it up, it's armor that latches itself on to a uh, human and it's armor that is able to kill predators so it's it's human armor that can kill predators so um it's to give the humans a fighting chance against the predators when they all come in and invade but now why would a predator give that to the humans i mean i get that he was like well he thinks you know humanity's worth saving but he was just hunting them and killing them a, in a couple scenes ago he was killing a bunch of humans and you had him strapped down to a table and then he killed a bunch of more humans and then when he came down to the planet first he killed a bunch of humans so why would he be there to help them uh when that's not what he's here to do anyway so uh, and then maybe the big he had a change of heart. Maybe he had a change of heart. Uh, yeah, yeah. We've and then the, the, the big predator comes down with the predator dogs, and then he's chasing the smaller predator that's giving the predator armor to the humans. And, it, like, it makes no sense. So even, like, the motivations, like, don't really even make any sense. Like, uh, you know, in the comics, there's a lot of Aliens versus Predator comics and uh, some interesting stories, too. Like, uh, one of the first stories was how the predators would seed a planet with alien eggs, and that's how they would train the predators on how to fight. They would have to go down and fight the aliens and survive. And what happened was they found a planet that had a human colony on it already. So then the humans were kind of like in the middle of it in this colony and the predators and aliens fighting. So like that, and like that's a much more interesting story that mm-hmm. would be. But then, and then there's some crazy stories with, uh, the worst one I just read was, Aliens versus Predator versus Judge Dredd all together, Ooh. and it was so good. Um, so I really feel like uh, I get 
that uh, you know you don't have a giant budget for a big Aliens versus Predator war, but ultimately, if you're going to make another one of these movies, just fucking do that. That's you know this dicking around with all this you know more special forces guys, one Predator coming down, killing them all. You know we've seen this a hundred times already. We've seen Aliens versus Predator on a small scale. Let's if you're going to make another one of these movies, give us what we want to see, not some shitty reimagining of you know with with horrible characters and and. Uh, laughable dialogue with a really stupid ending like i don't even know if there was a stinger at the end i was like i'm done you know so what I, was I the ending the ending was the ending was literally they open up that you know um container they see the alien uh they see the predator killer armor that latches onto a human and the sniper guy is like that's my new suit and you know and that's how it ends so um, I was thinking, okay, well, then there's like, there's probably something else going on. There's a stinger. There's some kind of, you know, something to set up something. And uh, there was, uh, you know, that that's how the movie ended. So it was this weird thing. But again, it, it like, it made no sense for the rest of the film because, you know, the predator that came down, you know, he was killing a bunch of humans. Anyway, if he cared that much about human life, he would try to give that suit to the humans and then just leave. <laughs> Like, why would he? Why is he slaughtering all these other humans? So, granted, they captured him, but at the same time, it's like it makes it made no sense. The one thing I did like that this movie done, if I'm trying to find any type of silver lining, is that we've gotten to the point where in our technology where we actually can translate the predator's language. So, you know, you got to see a little bit of dialogue from the predators. That was once. cool. Yeah. So that was like, okay, well that's, you know, kind of an evolution. If I was going to see another predator movie, I would want to see them be able to talk, but you know, the whole thing of like, you know, the planet being too hot, global warming is an issue. The, there's more predators coming in and, uh, now there's going to be an invasion. There's a rogue predator that's trying to give away armor. And then there's also, you know, if it's one suit of armor, <laughs> how much help is that really going to be <laughs> in a, with a predator alien invasion? So it really just made no sense. Like, it makes more sense that it would have been an alien egg because they that's how they propagate. You know, one alien egg can turn into a colony that can destroy the planet. So um, it was like... There was nothing to redeem the end of the film. Like, I thought, well, maybe they'll have a cool twist or something. And there wasn't. There wasn't. It was garbage from start to finish. Didn't didn't the trailer set up something like about Olivia Munn's character explaining how the, the Predators were are, are combining with humans in some way? Oh, yeah. What, what, this is oh, another right. thread that went nowhere. Yeah. Is that, uh, well, the aliens, what they do is when they take the spines out of their enemies, they're taking the spinal fluid out. And then they're using that as like a... Uh, you know, to merge DNA to take like the best parts of their prey and then make them stronger and bigger hunters. So yeah, and okay. they, they, again, they entered. So when they when they when they when they bring Olivia Munn to the secret Area Fifty One layer where they've got this predator strapped to the table, right? And they show her the DNA. She goes, "Oh my god, this is merged with human DNA." And I'm like, "Oh, that's an interesting thing. That's right. an interesting plot. Mm-hmm. Where's this gonna go?" Yeah. And the answer is nowhere. nowhere. We're, we're going to do big predator with predator dogs. Like now, is that are the dogs mixed with dog oh. DNA from uh, from Earth? Who cares? Because they fetch. You oh, know? <laughs> wow. Yeah. You know, is one there, of them got friendly. Is there some spine fluid junkie out there that's becoming mainline? Like, yeah. yeah, it's becoming like he's becoming too human now. He's like groovy. God, man, it made no sense. Like it just mm. made. Wow. It was hard to. 
and the whole time I was like, God, I, I really would rather be watching White Boy Rick. Right. <laughs> because that is at least based on a true story. It's a it's a swing at an Oscar. Right. So if it misses, it's still going to be... I'm assuming that the script isn't, like, stupid. Right. Yeah, and this, again, like, all of this had to be was mediocre. Like, you know, yeah, right. a, a decent, fun action movie with a lot of, like, you know, aliens and snipers, you know, you know squaring off. And, uh, you know, with a lot of cool, fun action set pieces, you know, I didn't need the, the predator dogs. <laughs> it was so ridiculous. And then I liked the idea of like, you know, a bigger predator out there. I'm like, oh my God, this sure. is something we haven't seen before. So this is a, a nastier, bigger version of it. But, uh, again, it didn't go anywhere. And just like, and the editing was so distracting. Like even like the, just the dumb stuff, like I said, in the original episode of, uh, you know, like, oh, the aliens, the predator is going into the spaceship. I'm like, oh, no, now he's behind the Jeep. Like, wait, that didn't even cut together. So, you know, unless he's teleporting, you know, 50 steps behind him, it, it was unbelievably ridiculous. And even like the, uh, the government guy, you know, I get that, you know, the, the shady government guy is ruthless, blah, blah, blah. But again, He's like just killing people for no reason. <laughs> like, well, well, no. Now he's he's a psychopath. He's not. Well, he's, he's not a shitty government. And he's like making this point of trying to chew gum. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's the other thing too is the sniper guy, right? So the sniper guy is obviously a military guy. He's there to do this sniper kill for this drug cartel dude, right? And then the predator thing shows up. The first predator. The first predator. Normal size one. Normal the one si- with the armor. Normal size predator, and he's the cargo armor. We got to talk about this. <laughs> Then he runs from the authorities, even though he's a military guy. Right. And then what does this highly trained guy do? He fucking ships his the predator technology <laughs> to his son. Well, no, wait a minute. Let's be, let's clarify this. He shipped it to his PO box, and then there's that fucking stupid scene where the mailman goes up and goes, "Hey, your dad's back due on his PO box, so I'm bringing it oh, all here." Yeah. <laughs> That's how they explained yeah. an already yeah. stupid thing and made it dumber. Right, exactly. It was like, well, they said this to my P.O. box. There's no way um, anyone from my family would ever get it. No, no, <laughs> no. Oh, my and the, God. And the wife, again, she was from that TV show with the spy who worked in the Best Buy. Chuck? Chuck. Chuck. Mm-hmm. She's a fine actress. Yeah, yeah. I saw her. I was like, "Oh, cool! That she's the yeah. wife of the and and then just she had literally nothing to they do. They gave her nothing to do other than mm. spew out this horrible cliche. We're separated. Army wife. Army uh, wife bullshit. exposition. Yeah. It was mm-hmm. so like God. Yeah. And then when the A team comes to her house and they're all like being weird and rude and she's like, yeah. "Oh, it's all like zany and kooky. All these dumb jokes that just like yeah that fall completely flat. God damn it. Yeah. Like." You know, you, you, when you when you look back, you're like, wow, after seeing that movie, I didn't realize how great of uh, comedic timing that Arnold Schwarzenegger had. <laughs> he's, br- he's brilliant. He's the Lenny Bruce of our generation. Yeah. <laughs> of action movies. Yeah. He's literally like, that, that whole exposition was dumb. The kid, okay, the kid's like some. he's got Asperger's and he's, he's like some type of savant because of yeah. it, right? And, then, and again, it's like no continuity checking either. Like, you know when he's at the school, the fire drill goes off? Yeah. And he immediately crumbles to his knees and puts his arms mm-hmm. over his uh, uh, ears? Yeah. Uh, what about the firefight at the end of the uh, movie where all the gunshots are going off? Nope, nothing. Loud gunshots doesn't <laughs> yeah, seem to bother him at all. Him. <laughs> and again, the kid's from the room. He's an yeah, am- he's he's amazing, amazing actor. Very gifted Jacob actor. Tremblay. And 
those scenes were like where he is just discovering through his high functioning autistic brain, the alien technology that was like this glimmer of like, well, this is cool. Yeah. And, and we're getting to see the technology. He's communicating with the mothership. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, well, this is, this is interesting. And, and that is actually a cool plot device. Oh, this, you know, cause high functioning autism hat, you know, they're, they're, they have some of those. They have of those course. skills. Yeah, absolutely. And it ma- that made sense. Like, great. Mm-hmm. When he, you know, the fire that the, the bullies knock over all the chess, and the kid remembers exactly where every every piece right. is. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, great! They just yeah. gave me really quick exposition. This kid is high functioning, right? And and so now he's got this technology. Yeah. He's going to figure it out. Yeah, awesome. I thought the bullies gave up a little easy. Well, yeah, they're. <laughs> They're lazy bullies. They're lazy bullies. <laughs> these bullies today, yeah. <laughs> these millennial bullies are all eating avocado toast and not bullying hard enough. Yeah, that was just preposterous. And then, I mean, like one funny scene in there, the trick-or-treat scene where he's we- wearing the alien helmet. Right, and he blows up a guy in It his blows house. up a guy who's a dick at a right. meth in the lab or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. That was great. You know, they even did like... And uh, then he scares the bullies away. He like right. runs at them yeah. and they run. I was like, well, that's cool. Yeah, that was fun. Like, and then also is like, you know, this, this movie didn't know how to pick a lane. Like, all right, were we doing Robocop satire violence? And then, uh, then the sniper like makes the point of like, well, no, no one else needs to die. No one, like all of a sudden, oh, life has value now. Yeah. So is that is that what we're doing now? Uh, like, is, which is it? We protecting the environment in this movie? Yeah. yeah. What, wait. What what are we trying to do here? Is it a spoof? Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it a comedy? Is it a spoof? Like like I look at like uh, movies like RoboCop or Total Recall, like Verhoeven's uh, movies, where the violence was so over the top, but it had a purpose. It was satire. Whereas this movie just didn't know what to do with the violence. It I felt like, like Thomas Jane's character would have been hilarious if he was the parody of of the real movie. <laughs> yeah, that would have been interesting. Because if they were like overdoing like the eat my pussy and, and she goes, well, I think he said eat my pussy. That would have mm. been funny if they were making fun of a real character from a, from one of these movies that had this stupid affectation. affectation. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Because it was just like... And that whole scene where she's knocked out with the tranquilizer. And, and they, they're putting stuff all around her. Like, what? what oh, don't stand, don't stand around her. It was just like, yeah. what is the fucking point of this scene? Yeah, none. None at all. Oh. Mm-hmm. Such a waste on, on, a, on a talented crew, a talented cast. I'm sure the budget was decent, too. Like, yeah. you know, it was, uh, you know, it wasn't a giant mega budget but it was still it was for an action movie i'm sure it had a, a decent budget aaron could you uh, look up the budget for us sure 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 for and the predator the predator and you know we talked about this in the regular episode but the original predator in 87 and predator 2 in 1990 those were fun movies yeah they were and the sequel i get that's the thing i liked about predator 2 they took it danny out of the, glover danny glover <laughs> they took it out of the jungle mm-hmm. gary into the urban jungle into the then. urban jungle <laughs> gary Busey's character actually was you know cool it was like oh there's a special unit that's tracking these guys now so it had ties to the original you know right Mm -hmm. and it was like we got to track it we got to do all this stuff and even like uh as they kept going you know predator aliens versus predator and versus predator requiem and then predators like there's you know there they weren't great movies but there were like little kind of highlights into each one like each one had some couple like like Dylan Brody is a crazy psychopath mm-hmm. and one of them you know 
there was there was definitely some um, bright spots, and also they were trying to do different things with it. But yeah, I really liked I really liked Predators. Uh, yeah, with Adrian Brody. Yeah. yeah, so so there was there were some interesting things. I think Topher Grace was in that too. Uh, I don't recall. It's like a serial killer or something. Like the uh, budget was eighty-eight million dollars. Eighty-eight million dollars. So, so you know, for an action movie, it's a little, little, little on the lower side. In this side. day and age, an yeah. action movie is usually one hundred and fifty or up. Right. Mm-hmm. Eighty-eight. It's not. not was an MI six budget. No, mm-hmm. it's not nothing. No. But a twenty-four million dollar opening weekend. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to greenlight a sequel right away. For Let's sure. hope not. And yeah. stop doing high fives over you're the number one box office draw. Yeah, yeah, I think it's quite relative. Yeah, you know, even like, uh, well, wait till the overseas tallies come in. I'm like, mm, is, is that really that big of a deal in other countries? Predator, really? Yeah, that's like. Yeah, like there's certain franchises where like you know it had its day. It's we're done. Let's move on. Or do something interesting with it and you got to cross it over with like aliens and just do something bigger. And that's, you know, unless we get to see aliens, predator, giant earth war, there's stop. Yeah. And all with you Jurassic got, park, all you got to do. Yeah. <laughs> war for the planet of the predators. Yeah. 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 yeah it's, I'd like to see the predators fight apes. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. That'd be great. Isn't there a comic book where it's like Predator versus Archie? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds like it's made up, but it's actually there was a Predator Archie crossover. <laughs> Did Archie win? Yeah. I didn't read I don't it. Know. I would we'll have to find out. <laughs> I. It's not that hard. All you got to do, grounded in a little bit of reality, put a couple of funny moments in there, and have a cool premise. And some interesting science fiction questions. Right. That's all you got to do. Yeah, that's it. And then get a competent screenwriter. Mm-hmm. So the dialogue, if you root it in reality, then you're not, then you don't, you don't have to write this stupid dialogue because you're trying to be cute or cute or funny. Right. Or make mm-hmm. a point. Like just mm-hmm. the fuck, man. Yeah. It's not that hard. No, no. It's uh, in fact, uh, you know, it's. Sometimes simplifying it a little bit would be uh, a little more beneficial to like a, a script like this where it was just a mess. And uh, I really felt like this was like three Predator scripts just kind of combined and you got like each scene, you grabbed it from a different script and then you put it together. And I'm like, all right, well, these are the, the scenes we picked. So here's our Predator movie. Yeah, and the pages got blown around with an old A-team script pages, and they right. just kind of jumbled them. They just stuffed them together yeah, and just, yeah. well, we'll just shoot like, well, this. Well, we'll just shoot it. We're, we're behind schedule. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know if they're in the right order. They might, yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, movies are shot out of order. Yeah, yeah, yeah so what? <laughs> but there's like dogs in here, and then there's yeah. a Tourette's guy. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, and we'll make a Whoopi Goldberg uh, joke, too. Yeah, you know, yeah. For, uh, with, with, the, with dreadlocks. Dreadlocks. Mm-hmm. And we'll just give some throwaway line of Olivia Munn going, well, I think the dreadlocks are to help them. She gives some bullshit yeah. sciencey thing. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh-huh. For sensory perception Sen- or something. Yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. So hats off to Olivia Munn for speaking yes. up about this. Good for her. Good for you. Mm-hmm. And love to have you on the show. That should really make sure you secure your role in the next Predator film. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I would love to see? Olivia Munn is very smart and talented. Does she have any, like, she's got to have some scripts or some ideas that she really wants to do. Right. Do that. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these actresses and actors, when they get a little bit uh, more famous, they become stealth producers, and they all have production companies, and that's what they do, because it's a result of them getting offered crap all the time. Right. They have to control the material. I would. You you know, she's she's too good and too sharp and too talented 
to be doing shit like this. Right. And I, I find it hard to believe that she doesn't have some scripts or at least some friends that are good screen. She's got to have good premises herself. Of she like, may know a few people in Hollywood. I, yeah, I got to feel like she's she's got to have some. How many like, Twitter followers does she have? Eight hundred thousand. <laughs> yeah, there might be a few writers. Might be in a there. few writers in there. She's you know she used to date an NFL quarterback. Yeah, yeah. She's got to know some high she's got rollers. A few, uh, few contacts. Yeah, man, go <laughs> make go say I want to make this. Yeah. She has to have some passion project. Go make it. Oh, she put one tweet out. She'd have. Writers, directors, producers, office space, and a uh, leasing contract in like five minutes. Yes. <laughs> and predator guard dogs. Yeah, yeah. She would have all of them. <laughs> but, yeah, and, and you know what, Hollywood, when you, dude, I don't know why making the right choice is so hard, uh, problematic for people. Mm-hmm. You just got to do the right thing. But what if it, do the right thing. I don't give yeah. a shit. Mm-hmm. I've lost jobs from doing the right thing. Just mm-hmm. do the right thing. Yeah, it's, you know, it's, uh, the fuck? it'll help you in the long run. Yeah. You know, you, what are you going to tell uh, your kids or whatever? It's like now Jake Busey, after making this stupid quote, like, you know, I'm looking at him like, what a tool. Like, hey, uh, here's an idea. Say the right thing, do the right thing. Or if you don't want to do those things, keep your fucking mouth shut. You could do that too. And the, Not uh, say something horrible or stupid. But part of me feels like, let him, like, Oh, so we can see the true colors? Yeah, let's, yeah. I want to see who you really are. I don't want to yeah, see yeah. your, your... That benefits us as yeah. the audience, for sure. Because mm-hmm. it's like, don't you ask yourself, like, big picture, in the middle of this Me Too thing, except also, like, all these victims are coming forward? You, you really worry about Shane Black's red carpet moment? Right, he'll yeah. have another one. Yeah, pretty sure. Even after this movie, he'll have another one. He shouldn't. Mm-hmm. But, all right. I think we covered a fair amount I on this film. I think we did. So, I just want to go on record and say I didn't like Iron Man 3. Just, just oh, oh, Also Shane Black. Yeah. He directed Iron Man 3. Yeah, yeah. And you didn't like it. No. Okay, I don't, fair I don't, enough. I don't blame you. <laughs> <laughs> I liked it. I liked it better than 2. Yeah, I liked... Oh, yeah. It was way better than 2. Disagree but, on all points. Hmm. But we, we must end the show. <laughs> <laughs> did you see the uh, Marvel one-shot at the end, Aaron? Of... Which one? After Iron Man 3? I probably did. It's fantastic. You uh, you have to see it because it's like one of the biggest complaints on Iron Man 3, this is a little tangent right now, is that, oh, you guys uh, wasted a villain. Like the Mandarin was like a big villain in Iron yeah, Man yeah. mythology. And uh, this one shot um, rewrites that part. Like uh, the actual Mandarin sends a team to come get Ben Kingsley because he's pissed at the way oh, yeah, he was yeah, portrayed. Yeah. <laughs> and then that, and then they leave uh, with the, with him in tow. All so, right. yeah, I did see that. That that's redeeming. Yeah, I like Ben Kingsley in that movie, but man, everything else, hoof. Yeah. All right, Aaron, with a little, uh, you know, taking a, a swing sidewinder at, <laughs> <the>, uh, <laughs> at the end. Sidewinder. <laughs> um, Go watch Kiss Kiss Bang Bang mm-hmm. if you want to watch a Shane Black movie. Okay. Mm-hmm. Go watch that. That's okay. fair. Um, I'll say, uh, you know, we're recording tonight the monthly Neil Weekly Film Roundup, which yes. if you're not a Patreon supporter, you get it at the $10 level. It's a really mm. cool thing. First, you're supporting us, which we appreciate, but then you're getting this once a month Neil 
finds all the like stories of movies that are getting made and all the inside scoop on everything. And there's always ones that make Graham and I go, what? what? Are you sure? Are you sure? Did you just make that <laughs> Come up? Come on. <laughs> there's always something cool in there. We're like, yeah. no way. That person's mm-hmm. going to do it. So it's a really cool thing. So go to patreon.com slash comedy film nerds and, and support that. And, um, you know, and follow Olivia Munn on, uh, Yes. I just started following her. <laughs> I don't think she's going to follow me back, but... No, yeah, she liked your tweet, so maybe. She may or may not like this episode. <laughs> Olivia, we'd love to have you on the show. Yeah. <laughs> so my name's Graham Elwood. And I'm Chris Mancini, and as always, remember... Han, Han shot, shot first. first.